Okay, this is going to be kind of a different podcast, guys. It's uh, We have a YouTube series going on right now, a DIY YouTube series. It's about a six-part video series, isn't it? Yeah, about six, yeah, yeah. six videos. And um, anyway, we cover all sorts of gamuts from just getting your tags clear up until putting your meat in the freezer, pretty much. The, the one to a hundred, how to go out and shoot an elk. Yes, it's basically elk hunting, you know, Elementary school, if El- you will. Elementary elk hunting. Yes. Um, but everything from, you know, video one. If you're listening to this, you you probably listened to video one already. This is video two, and then we'll be having three, four, five, and six coming on the way. And and you can find all those on our YouTube series. Just yes. go to Born and Raised Outdoors on our YouTube channel, and um, all, those will be, all those will be right there ready for you. And you can find this podcast on there. So I just listened to it later on, and I thought, you know, that would be some useful information for a lot of people, hopefully. Um, that just, you know, driving to work in your car. It's uh, We're going to cover everything gear-related. And I'm not saying everything uh, from start to finish, but I was just – we covered the things that were really pertinent to us that uh, – a lot of things that we just don't like to do without at all on the, um, on the idea of gear. So, anyway, hope you guys like this podcast, and uh, please leave a comment below if you do. That would be awesome, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, we're going to keep bringing these at you. So. Yeah, and just real quick, like what they can find on like each of the videos is like one's talking about units specifically, and if you go to the YouTube channel, you can actually see us dive in through Go Hunt and break down the things that were the tabs we're clicking on to select a unit, as well as Onyx, the sponsor of this podcast and us breaking down how we find areas within those units via Onyx. So there's a lot of valuable information there um, that you guys should definitely check out on the YouTube channel. Thank you guys, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience, presented by Onyx. Yeah, we're back here in the Fisher Barn. Video number three, and we're talking about e-scouting. Basically, once we've picked a unit, diving in specifically how to find a location, where to start from. Preface that with how many spots are you actually going to have figured out before you leave for your trip? Probably 10. Yeah. Figured out. Eight, eight. Spots. Yeah. How many letters is that? I don't know. Carry the two. Through F or whatever. Plans A through F. Um, Basically, the biggest thing... So, (laughs) the biggest thing we're going to kind of talk... And and Steve's the man at the research side of it of... um, Anytime that we've gone into a brand new spot, he's kind of led the charge. And talk about the process. And uh, so, with that, kick it off. How how do you go about it? Once we've picked that unit, um, you know, particular in Colorado where we're going to hunt this year, what's the next step? For me personally, I usually get online... I find maps, paper maps, uh, topo maps of the unit that we're going to hunt. So you get a full paper map, right? Yep. That's just my style. That's what I like to do. Um, You get a big picture? Yep. I get a big picture of the area. If not the whole unit, a big area of the unit we're going to hunt. Each company has different maps that you can get of certain areas of the unit or the whole unit itself. Um, That's usually where I start. Then next, I usually get a hold of biologists, game wardens, uh, any people in the game department in that area. I get a hold of them. 
and then I usually while talking. So, yeah. How do you so go about doing yeah, that? specifically. So you've got a paper map. Where do you start looking on a paper map? What what do you what are the things that you're looking for on that map? Access use, is it? Yeah, I look for access. Um, densities of roads. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to stay away from a lot of roads. Just personally, some people like to hunt by roads, and which is fine. A lot of benches, water sources, springs, creeks, rivers, and then I really try to look for those north-facing timber patches with benches in the fall, especially especially if it's going to be a real dry year, like last year in Wyoming. Those elk were traveling a long ways to get to those north-facing slopes during the day to bed. So those are the areas that I really like to look for. And, one, you, and you like a paper Mac because you can kind of see the big picture yes, of things. Yeah, gotcha. exactly. And then once I kind of get that figured out, I usually I'll get online and I'll figure out where the nearest ranger station, Department of Fish and Wildlife is, and I'll contact them, try to get in touch with the biologist, and just kind of pick their brain about, you know, elk numbers, populations, and stuff in those areas. Then from there, I'll get on my phone with Onyx, and once I've got that circled on my maps, then I'll waypoint those on my Onyx, and then with my Onyx and Google Earth on the computer at home, with a bigger screen, where I can actually, you know, Google Earth has like the more three-dimensional now where you can turn your angles of the right. topography. Yeah. And so that's what I'll do. And I'll just start researching the area that way. And the one thing that I know Steve talked about our very first time we went to Wyoming, he basically got some ideas of where we wanted to hunt. He called, he talked to Game Warden. And I specifically remember mm-hmm. this guy because his name was pretty unique. And uh, old Biff, right? Yeah, it was Biff, yep. Yeah. Um, Great guy. Yeah, he said... You know, you kind of gave him the background of our bike hunting and what we were looking for, and he kind of really directed us. And he's like, "I've never done this, but yeah. um, and the specifically kind of questions that you do need to talk to when you're asking them is have a specific area in mind, or as Steve said, ten, and looking at specific drainages, you know, yeah. all that, and ask if he's he or she has been there during season to see what kind yep. of pressure. If it's a trailhead, the one thing that we've definitely leaned on more is not going in on trailheads because trailheads is, you know, or a dead end road or a trailhead is like where most people are going to start. So you're going to increase your pressure right then and there. So looking on these paper maps, looking on Onyx, um, where these roads roads kind of dissipate, you can park and there's a long gap between other crossroads or anything like that. Um, But having a specific location in mind lets those wardens know um, or the biologist that you've done some research and kind of you kind of like pave the way of what the hunt you're looking for yeah and it's it, a big thing for me is not i mean this might be kind of getting off the subject but over the years of talking to the biologists and the wardens and stuff it i've kind of learned that with today's technology and everything a lot of people are looking so to speak for that trophy animal i would kind of veer away from pushing that perspective of your hunt and just wanting to talk to them about opportunity opportunity in you know the amount of animals in the area not so much just trophy potential another big thing is too is letting them know the type of hunter you are what your what your physical limits are whether you you can go five six seven miles into the backcountry or not that will really help them determine what is a good area for you to start out in for sure if you're hunting an area that could be four to 10 miles back in, a really good opportunity to get out there, research packers, 
And if it's something that's affordable for you, a packer is a huge, huge help for getting your animal out, especially if there's two or three or four guys hunting together because one elk could take two days to get out. If you have a packer, it can be out within 24 hours. So that will allow you more days to hunt. Which yeah, is, you're such a limited window there. Yeah. So just a quick rundown. So the biggest thing, you know, step one, you look at, get a paper map, get an overlay of that unit. Kind of, there's USGS topo maps. There's all sorts of different sources out there in the paper map side of life. Next up, then you you get on Onyx, Google Earth. Yep. I usually get on Onyx first and then I'll waypoint on that and then with that and Google Earth. Overlay the 3D. Yep. So specifically, and we'll give you a quick rundown here in the next step on what we look for on Onyx and the terrain. Vegetation is a big thing, yep. side of life, water. I mean, elk are simple, right? It's food, water, shelter. Those, yep. those three things. Um, and then the outside effects, that's going to be people and pressure, and that's going to dictate the changes that you make throughout that hunt. We just want to thank you guys for watching this series. It's been incredibly fun to kind of put together and piece this together, how the approach that we've done and the, the mistakes we've made. Um, during the July 4th promotion through the 15th, we're doing Land of the Freebies. You spend 59 bucks on the website, you get a free hat, uh, two free koozies, a decal, and an autographed uh, little card. So um, that's our way of giving back to you guys. We just greatly appreciate your support. And without that, your viewership and uh, that support, we could not do this. Yeah. And hit the subscribe button, guys. There's only like 50% of you guys that have not uh, done that. So it's free. It costs you nothing. It's just basically saying, hey, I like your content. All right. So I'm here to talk on the second half of this. Steve kind of outlined his process on you know, once he finds an area, paper map goes all the way through and kind of, I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper on Onyx and what we do for e-scouting. It's one that honestly on the computer, you can nail down a lot of areas really quickly and how the terrain looks and what you think you can encounter pressure wise. Um, we, we've kind of talked about this, but real briefly before I dive in on this particular uh, segment. Avoiding trailheads, avoiding lakes, you'll get uh, a lot of people, especially in like Colorado, that are just out for a hike, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just um, the overall pressure there at those points. You're going to get a lot more <clears throat> people there, traffic. It's going to push the elk a little bit further away. And also, like if you're looking for a roadless area, look for the hard to access spots. So. We kind of broke down to a unit, like 35. This is not where we're hunting. This is not where I'm telling you to go hunt. Literally a unit we picked out. We're gonna dive further in on this. And hopefully uh, this is not by any intentions to blow someone's spot up, but this is never step foot. Uh, jumping in on Onyx here. So I've got it marked down with public area. As you can see, there's actually two study er wilderness study areas. A lot of people are going to dive right to those, like, oh, wilderness, and that's where we're going to hunt elk. I'm going to look at the big picture of things, kind of get the breakdown. There's some uh, ranches in here. Um, looking at the north half of the unit, there's some more ranches, and then I start looking at that, and there's, there's actually some really, really good-looking stuff with some basins and drainages in here. It's not giant country, so most likely this, if you were gonna hunt this unit, 
I would day hunt this. I wouldn't necessarily backpack hunt this. If you start looking at some of these areas, it's got cattle, lowland stuff. I start looking at those fringe type areas and I'm gonna dive in here a little bit further. I'm gonna change my map layers and let's see, Colorado. I'm gonna change the layer settings on this. Oh, no, keep that there. Government lands. Layer settings off. How we transparency? I'm going to shut this off just so we can kind of get a further look in here. Once we start diving in on this, and I prefer doing a lot of uh, um, hybrid so you can see the topo. If you can toggle back and forth here, topo, hybrid, satellite. Um, I prefer looking on hybrid. And you can see this is a river bottom here and then as these, these drainages up, You've got some long reaching drainages. It's gonna border some private. Here's the private up on the top side of this. And then you start looking in on the roadside. So if we further zoom in here, this country for us in particular is really light in timber. So we honestly probably not gonna hunt in this area like this, but I'm gonna start looking and trying to find those timber pockets so as I dive into this, there's honestly, on paper, the unit looks really good. For us in particular, it doesn't have the bigger timber drainages that we've hunt, we would prefer to hunt. Now, I'll shut this layer off. We can toggle this in and diving in a little bit further. Now, this starts to look better. Um, this is a west-facing slope so you are gonna you're not gonna get a true north face but there is definitely some timber in here you know you've got 8400 feet down to the river bottom you're in that 6500 so a couple thousand feet it's it's got some good potential in here the biggest thing to look for is access and how people would come into this country there's a good road system on the top so a lot of people most likely are gonna hunt this from the top down um, so the further you get on that bottom end, you know, and hunting some of this fringe stuff is going to be where a guy is going to want to kind of concentrate. If we zoom out, look a little bit further in this unit, I in particular start seeing less road density over here. Um, it's not too big of country, but definitely stuff to start looking in. There's, you can see this, it's a big bowl, big basin. There is a two track in here from off the top. And then you gotta get into this broken mesa country. You start seeing, I think, where you could get into some elk. You know, looking into these draws right here, into the on that face right there. So things to avoid when you start diving in here. Let's let's look over here in this wilderness study area. Um, both of these, Castle Peak, this spot in particular has a lot of good potential, but there's also a ton of trails through here. There's not a lot of area that doesn't have trail access. And when you start looking at trail access, that's the easiest way into that country. 
um, you're gonna get some people and you know concentration there's not a lot of timber in this country you know these elk I would say are gonna be up on the top end of this and that in September time of year they're gonna be in that 10,000 foot elevation and you're really kind of limited um, the, these elk will be out on some of these open faces but it's gonna really concentrate so if you jump over here on this other side of the unit this is where you start getting more and more roadless um, some of this country the thing to look for is OTC units there this may be a draw unit may not you need to check check the Colorado regulations as to how that's gonna go um, but if you dump in on this really looking for harder access areas all of this this drainage here jump in here and you see a little bit easier this this is top-down access this flows down to the river there's nothing in here trail wise that would allow you to access any of this country so this could be a definite good spot to literally drive along like right in here you start looking in this drainage is going to be a tough one to access it's super steep off both sides it's a little bit of a poke in um, over a mile mile and a half jump back in on hybrid here so you could access this drainage through the bottom here and now start getting into the headwaters of this drainage and I would say you're not going to get that much pressure it's it's quite a little ways from road access up here on the very very top um, a lot of people if they're going to hunt top down they're not going to drop 2,000 feet elevation and come back out of there so you can start looking at some access points just off this main forest service road um, looking for these long expansive drainages is what you're going to look for elk are easy it's the thing about all of this is you're planning looking at this the country can look phenomenal and at the end of the day it may not matter because the elk are exactly where you find them they they may not look they may not be living in the pristine lush green country they may be open on some of these open juniper hillsides um it kind of it, it's it's one thing that i would say through e-scouting People get so locked in on hunting the country and they don't hunt the elk once they get there. But having, you know, as you're scouting along here, <clears throat> saying, okay, I'm gonna, this looks like a good access point into the country. Uh, you can mark a waypoint. Let's see right here, add waypoint. You can move this thing around. This looks like a good access point. Started in here. Posey Creek. Mark that as an access, and I'm gonna put these as blue as we start in here. So just start going through this and start marking these down. And then this is where doing this homework ahead of time and jumping in and talking to the local warden, biologist, and start asking, okay, hey, on this Alamo Creek, let's jump back in here on the map layers, turn on the government lands. This looks really good. Again, trying to figure out road access where you can or can't come in. This in particular touches the road. Here's another Alamo Creek. This drainage 
is pretty expansive in this this whole area there's you know a neighboring uh, drainage over here but coming in off this Alamo Creek we would add another access add waypoint bring it in over here type in access Alamo Creek access blue so these blues are all possibilities so when you're talking to the, that local any kind of local information that you can get you have these marked down you can you have the knowledge you talk hey I, I was looking on coming in off of this road going up Alamo Creek have you been in there that time of year anything like that the more you know and the more you can get very very specific with your questions the better off you're gonna be and like we've said um, having lots of plans uh, is definitely the thing to look at so originally like when we jumped in on this unit we talked about um, staying away from this wilderness study area because that's where most people are going to go but the further we dove into this unit this particular area this is more and more where I would concentrate looking at so um, one other filter on on onyx that I do like to use it's if you go into the hunt layer you can come in here and turn on and off the roadless area the roadless area the more white it is the less density of roads so if you start panning around here you can obviously see this these particular areas are the biggest areas without any roads in um, the thing that I like between these two areas in comparison see all the trails through here this is hikers paradise this is where people are going to access whether they're hunting or just hiking we start going over here and looking at all this country there's no trails in his so um, this gives the ability to step away from some people um, so this is another one just to kind of look at to see what there is for road densities uh, kind of gives you an eye uh, kind of an overview as you zoom that out and look at it just something to keep in mind it's another layer it's another tool the other one that I would definitely urge you to check out uh, as you come in here on the hunt layer side of life is historic wildfires um, there's a couple listed in here you can't see much here there's we toggle that on and off this there's a fire down here let's see this was in 2018 this is on public ground this is where um, things can get very interesting the, in the last couple of years we we have looked at uh, hunting around fires and, and kind of got a little bit better understanding on it what I would look for is these kind of areas so as a fire obviously the fire lines are never break like so definite like this on all these edges is you're gonna have green timber, you're gonna have burnt timber, all that. Looking for these pockets that have burns on both sides, possible good terrain. This this in particular, um, if you start looking in here on the satellite side of life, we'll shut off. This one in particular doesn't do the greatest job because we are out in the sagebrush, but looking at this layer, this is what you're, you're gonna wanna look for, is hunting those edges uh, of burns. It's another thing and historically, you know, 2018, elk will be in there in 2019, within a year. Um, there's no doubt there's a lot of a fresh green up. So it's another layer, another tool to check out. Um, highly encourage you to kind of go explore. If you don't have Onyx, 
it, it's a fairly inexpensive uh, tool to use, 30 bucks a year for a state. Um, you can use the bro promo code BRO, get 20% off. Um, it, it, it's the best 30 bucks you'll spend, like hands down. So, all right guys, so that pretty much wraps up our e-scouting, what we kind of go through in how we prepare for a hunt. Hopefully you guys learned a little bit there. The biggest thing is to have multiple plans, get a paper map, get a broad spectrum of the area you're gonna look, um, jump in here, get the lay of the land, kind of understand how things are going, how the drainages work, how the mountain is, make some phone calls to the local biologist, have some information in your back pocket of areas you wanna check out, ask very specific detailed questions. Don't uh, let them point the conversation, just have have those detailed questions in line. Let them know what type of hunt you're looking for. If you're looking for a backpack hunt, if you're looking for a day hunt, uh, base camp, any of those kind of things, what kind of physical condition you're in, and uh, roll from there. So don't be afraid to have, and, and, and the biggest thing with this, we talk about it, don't hunt the country, hunt the elk. If you show up here, there's no elk there, move on. Like don't get so married to, I want to hunt this country or hunt this drainage. There's not rubs, if there's not wall, you know, stuff being used, sign, scat, any of that, move on. So pretty much covers that. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying this series. If you do us one huge favor, if we brought any value, hit the subscribe button and share this with your buddy. Screenshot it right now, stop the video, screenshot and say, hey, go check this series out. This is all about elk, it's all about OTC, DIY. Over the counter, do it yourself, make it happen.